Hello, Googleization Nation. Welcome to Connect and Protect, a GGG Unleashed podcast, sponsored by our partner Avanti, who makes the everywhere workplace possible. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each Connect and Protect episode, we will talk with Avanti's digital employee experience thought leaders who are helping organizations worldwide connect employees and customers in our new anytime, anywhere workplaces without sacrificing security. Let's begin. Jeff, we're so pleased and excited to launch our new GGG Unleashed series, Connect and Protect With You. We're living in an age of everywhere work so that it's not surprising at all that this is an incredibly exciting time for Avanti, a cybersecurity company. But what our listeners are about to learn is that protection and security is just a piece of the everywhere workplace and the Avanti story. So let's start out with the elephant in the room. When will we get back to normal? Yeah, Ira, I, I think that's a, the question we're all wondering. And I think you're really a question of what is the new normal? It continues to evolve right in front of us. And whether you're in the manufacturing industry or services industries, if you're in leadership, you're kind of navigating your way through what this, this new era of work is going to be. And I think you see a lot of different companies experimenting with different models. I think as leadership, companies are now going to have to really sit down and understand what are the dynamics of their individual workforces. And the key word is here now and forever will be flexibility. As we emerge from feeling like we're post-COVID and into the next generation of, of workforce, flexibility is going to be front and center every time. So it seems that there's, there's a lot of confusion in the workplace. There's a direction to go to the four-day work week. There's this hybrid. There's three-two. There's two-three. There's all remote. It's all in person. Can you give us some clarity around that? I can tell you, for our business, we're experimenting with with the international market with a four-day work week. Exactly that, and we're allowing for individual employees to decide which four days. So not even a, a uniform. Oh, everybody's off on Friday or or Monday. We're allowing the employees to decide. It really puts a premium on the, the remote relationship between managers and workers and understanding what's the, uh, the expected workload and what'll be the model with which the worker gets it done. So I don't think there's going to be any one formula that works for one business or another. It's going to, again, it's going to be flexibility. It's going to be understanding the, the dynamics of your workforces in various places around the world. And you're going to be quite a bit of trial and error. Which, again, is, is why, you know, to the topic of the day is going to put a premium on your systems and your processes and your leadership model. Uh, so whether it's four-day work weeks, whether it's flexible work time during the day, whether it's just virtual meetings on, a, on an every other day basis with management and workers or whatever the model is. And I, again, I think people are experimenting all over the place with different ideas. Companies are going to have to use a very flexible mindset, and there won't be any more kind of that published handbook of here's the expectation for the worker. It's going to be a very decentralized management model around the world, for especially for multinational organizations. So let's talk about this everywhere workplace. So how does it change the workplace? Because so much has been focused on where people work, but in turn, it's going to change the workplace itself. And especially as it relates to cybersecurity and protecting people and protecting the data and maybe front and forward is connecting those people. How do we connect 
with those people. And that's on twofold. We've got a hardware connection problem, and then we have a software, and maybe a third is the people side of that. No question. And when you put that, that mix together, it's a massive challenge. Again, gone are the days of being able to inventory your people. They're all coming into the office. The hardware they use, that's also coming into the office. And the software that they utilize, all of that was, was relatively in a controlled environment in, in our sort of historic work dynamic. Going forward, all bets are off. Your people are distributed everywhere. And even when they're in the so-called everywhere workplace, that could mean that uh, on a Tuesday, they're working uh, in this location. And then on a Thursday or Friday, they're in this location. And that might be different countries. We're seeing that in some cases. And to your point, the solutions they use and the hardware they're using to connect into the network and to get access to their core systems to do their job is constantly evolving. So when we talk about everywhere workplace and what's required there, it requires a tremendous amount of flexibility, as I said earlier, but also tight oversight. And this is where your systems and your platform on which you manage your IT environments is, is becoming more and more critical all the time. Don't think for one second that the bad actors out there in the cyber terror realm aren't paying close attention to all these new opportunities that are being presented to them, whether it's people being transient in how they work, the devices with which we're now allowing to connect to the network, including watches and cell phones and pads, iPads and everything else. It's clever, it creates an ever-increasing number of variables with which IT departments have to manage and manage very, very tightly. So it's a growing problem for those that are in the cybersecurity space and the asset management space of various organizations and one that you know, the workforce doesn't contemplate. So businesses and IT departments do need to contemplate it because what the worker wants is, again, flexibility, use my own device, connect easily, get my work done from wherever. The challenge is you've got to take into account all those variables and put together a, a security platform that manages all of it. The one conversation that I rarely see happening is that if organizations are moving more toward an in-person or a hybrid or having people come in and out, then you have those, all those devices coming into the workplace. But there's also the sense of connecting and protecting people because all of a sudden people that are working from home are their own IT department. Yeah, no question. And that's where IT departments have that, uh, that additional challenge. I'll add to that, Ira, that I think we're, we're still seeing a, quite a period of, of a transition of employees, what many have called the great resignation. And I just think that that dynamic is going to continue. So not only do you have the challenge of the employee, again, bringing their own devices and coming on and off the network sort of at will, but the, your ability as an IT department to onboard new employees and to safely roll employees out of your organization is another dynamic that, that adds to the challenge. So, you know, IT departments, again, have to not only consider all of the variety of devices, the complexity with which they'll be coming on and off the network from various points physically or virtually around the world as well as the speed at which you need to bring new people on board and safely exit people from the business. All of those dynamics are spinning up in businesses around the world. You shared in a, an earlier conversation, a pretty remarkable stat, and it was about how many people are actually going into the workplaces at any one time. Yeah. So there's the fundamental question of with all these offices we've had historically around the world, and in our case, it's 30 offices in, in a variety of countries around the world. Gosh, are we being fiscally responsible by man maintaining all of this space? Because to your point, 
We've been measuring badge traffic since about this time last year, folks physically badging in and out of the offices uh, around the world. And it was very low in the spring of 2022, less than five, six percent occupied in all the available space. Well, uh, over the course of the last three, four quarters, it has not increased very much at all. Where we're seeing it level off at 10% occupied around the world, which tells us, to your point earlier, Ira, the transient workforce is the new workforce. We, we are not seeing, and, and believe me, we've tried with various uh, tactics. We, we held what we called homecoming parties in offices around the world last summer to see if we could spur activity back into the office. I have not, as a CEO, I have not dropped in a directive that says you must be in on XYZ days of the month. Rather, I'm leaving it to local teams to decide, are there rally points with which you want to get people together? And that is working well for us. The, the employees and managers like that flexibility versus kind of a corporate mandate. But because that, again, that macro stat that you, you brought up, the 10% is, is kind of hanging out there, we've got to relook at, just from a fiscally responsible perspective, we've got to relook at our real estate strategy and start to draw down on that real estate. We'll continue to measure it, but I'll just put it this way. The office footprint of our business today is not the office footprint we'll have a year from now. We're going to start drawing down on space. And Jeff, you recently shared that you had a meeting with several other senior level CEOs around the country. What were some of the insights and trends that were coming out of that meeting that you were hearing from other CEOs? Yeah, yeah, Jason. So look, I, I think we're all you know, experimenting with different ideas. And there's even some notion of co-ops amongst like for like businesses to potentially share space in the future. Makes a lot of sense when you think about it. I think we're all struggling with what is the right balance between complete and total employee flexibility. And again, setting a corporate structure that will give you a certain level of expected productivity. The key for, for me is, and we agreed as, as leaders, We've got to continue to monitor and lean into the employee base, right? Because the expectation now is the flexibility is part of the mix, uh, especially in the services industries. You're not going to all of a sudden, I, I think some of the competitors in our business, in the high tech business last summer and summer of 22, tried to drop in mandates and they paid dearly for it. They saw a lot of people vote with their feet and leave and none of us want to lose talent. I mean, in this day and age, it is about maintaining your best possible squad on the field, right? The highest, highest talent you can, you can keep is, is your competitive advantage. So lots of different ideas swirling on how to do this, including cooperating amongst uh, industries and businesses. But I don't think anybody has the kind of the, the magic wand right now on what it's going to be. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning how to stay connected and protected in the everywhere workplace. We'll be back next month with another episode of Connect and Protect. But until then, you can learn more about Avanti and the Everywhere Workplace by visiting their website, avanti.com. Until next month, don't let the shift hit your plans. <laughs>